0: Sports fans rejoice. You're listening to My Team, My Voice with MTMV Sports. What's good? It's your boy, Stephen Malcolm, and you are listening to MTMV Sports. Let's get it. Yo, what's good? It's your boy, Double, and you are tuned in to MTMV Sports. You heard? Hey, how you doing? This is Rick Sincere with MTNV Sports, and you're listening to Expert Fantasy Football Advice. And this week, you're listening to Expert Fantasy Football Advice with me. <laughs> <laughs> the question is, who are you? Um, well, I'm just Rick Sincere, 13 time fantasy football champion. Um, I wouldn't call myself a guru at all. I'm I'm definitely not, right? I'm just a football uh a fantasy football enthusiast and somebody who's been um playing fantasy football for quite some time, probably since two thousand and four. And um I mean just like year after year I've been able to uh win a few championships. Now Um, When I say that I'm a fantasy football enthusiast, I really am. And you know that I've been more than ecstatic to hear from some of the most respected voices in all of fantasy football just over the course of the last few weeks. So we've been able to hear from Pete Lawrence. Um, Pete Lawrence was just on the show last week. Before that, we heard from his wife, um, CJ Lawrence, the um, fantasy football wife. Um, She has been absolutely killing it in her ventures. We had a chance to talk to Mitchell Renz of Chat Sports. That was phenomenal. Zach Petro. I mean, like, we've just been blessed with a phenomenal roster of of talent, right? Bronco Becca was on as well. Um, I mean, we've just been blessed blessed, man. And so um, this time, just for today, I want to give you Um, What do I? I I guess I guess want to give you my perspective, right, on the few things that are coming up for this um, particular week, and you know, just kind of throw some stuff out there. I'm no guru, um, but yeah, I've won a few championships, so maybe um, I can give you some solid advice. I'm not sure, right? So maybe we don't call this one "Expert Fantasy Advice" with Rick Sincere. We call this some guy who's going to be talking to us about fantasy football for a few minutes. Is that cool? (laughs) Awesome. All right, so let's hop in i want to talk about the um the person who surprised me last week so um i definitely had a few different um you know people on guard a few different people i thought would do extremely well um last week um Actually, I'll talk about those when I talk about the disappointments, right? But there's one player who I did not expect to really go off the way he did. But that player is Michael Thomas. Now, you're like, yo, I mean, why not Michael Thomas? You're thinking um, that Michael Thomas has been the guy, right? Especially in PPR formats, he's been the guy to go to. Consistently being a phenomenal player, he's catching everything Drew Brees is throwing to him. Um, Every single time he's targeted, not every single time, but almost, I think it's 90% of the times that Michael Thomas is targeted, it is a completion. He has been that guy. He's been abusing cornerbacks, right? Um, But after you get... Hey, uh, Mark Ingram back. You didn't expect. I mean, we initially saw once Mark Ingram came back, Michael Thomas kind of his production dropped a little bit, and he wasn't as hot of a name, right? In in most uh, fantasy circles, I thought that going into this game against the Rams that they would most most likely utilize the run game. Do you remember? in the offseason, when the Rams signed Aqib Tlaib and Marcus Peters, and you thought for from now on, you cannot throw on the Rams. It was just straight up. You can't throw on the Rams, especially when they pulled in the Sam Shields. You're like, yo, you can't throw in the Rams. That's not something you can do. Well, um, throughout the course of the season, we've been able to see that Marcus Peters isn't the guy that he was when he was in Kansas City. But somebody didn't send me the memo so I thought for a fact right that Michael Thomas would not do as well especially being shadowed by Marcus Peters but not only did he do well against Marcus Peters he went completely off against Marcus Peters I mean he made him frustrated he killed him they targeted him I, I mean gosh it was just ridiculous right That type of production, I didn't expect to see from Michael Thomas, and I especially didn't expect to see him pull up (laughs) that goalpost and pull out that cell phone. That's just not something Michael Thomas would generally do. I didn't expect it at all, but he gave us all that last week. He gave us everything last week, and Michael Thomas is quickly establishing himself as somebody who is, I mean, is he matchup proof at this point? He he might be. He may be almost matchup proof at this this point, Um, but I was really surprised by him him now the player who disappointed me last week and and I'm starting I started him in a few different leagues so when I say disappointed me I mean he truly disappointed me it's Derek Carr right of the of the Oakland Raiders I really thought that after his uh, week 8 performance I thought that They got it together, right? Okay, cool. There's no Amari Cooper, but they're, you know, it looks like they were, it looked like they were back on track, right? Um, And then I saw them going up against a third string quarterback. I'm like for certain, right, that this will open up some more offensive opportunities. The defense will at least, if not dominate, they'll at least um, do well against this third string quarterback. Um, And then I'll open up more opportunities for Derek Carr to show that he is the Derek Carr of old. And I was sadly sad mistaken. 171 yards passing. 171 yards passing. What does that equate to? I'm literally nothing, right? He was sacked seven times. What do you do with that? He goes scoreless, only throwing nine first downs. I mean, gosh, it was tough on him, but it was tough on me, too. And everybody in America who started Derek Carr last week um, thinking that he had a plus matchup in a good situation going up against the San Francisco 49ers, you were wrong and I was wrong too. So Derek Carr is my disappointment of last week. Right now, um, I want to predict some of the producers for this week. Um, and, and when I tell you that I'm an expert, man, um, I like I said, I, I humbly say I'm not an expert, but man, I I think I got this one. Um, I know I'm dead serious. Look, if you start, if you start, let me give you some names. Just drop them: Antonio Brown, James Conner, um. I throw in Ben Roethlisberger and McCaffrey. If you start them this week, I guarantee you that you're going to do well. I'm almost guaranteeing almost 20 points per player. Um, For James Conner, maybe around 13 if you're in a standard league. I'm I'm not sure. But I think that those guys this week will do absolutely well for you. I'm putting my stamp on it. Let me stop. (laughs) It's Friday, right? And we just saw those guys um, go completely off yesterday on Thursday Night Football. Didn't really expect that. But I mean, jeez, they went off. And so um, I can't really put my stamp on that. I, I'm cheating a little bit. But either way, let's hop in. Let's talk about some people who are not my guaranteed producers, but people who I think will produce for you this week. I'm gonna start off with um, Edelman, Julian Edelman. Um, they're going up against Tennessee. Um, it'll be Bill Belichick versus um, versus the cornerback who he basically uh, kicked out of the Super Bowl, right? And so if you look at this situation with um, with Edelman, I know that Edelman should be able to eat. It'll be um, Bill Belichick versus um, one of the players that he used to kind of coach a little bit. So if you look at that, I expect um, Edelman to eat if he's going up against... Um, Uh, Adore Jackson. He may draw Adore Jackson, um, who I still think has a lot of potential, but I don't think that he's there yet. So I think that he'll eat in that slot. And Julian Edelman is one of the guys that I'm thinking um, does well this week based on the matchup. Now, I know Tennessee has a pretty um, good defense. At the same time, I think Julian Edelman um, does extremely well this week. Um, Now, I can't put my guarantee stamp on this, but I can almost put my guarantee stamp on this next prediction. Melvin Gordon and the entire Chargers team, I believe, and I'm talking about every offensive weapon that you could possibly start there. I think all of those guys have a great week this week. They're going up against the Raiders. The Raiders are in complete disarray right now. They're reeling um, from a complete loss of chemistry. Um, The current guys who uh, basically have been left behind are just simply playing like they feel offended by the notion that the future will be better than winning in the present, right? They're not playing well, and so I fully expect the Chargers to feast on the Raiders this week. That includes Melvin Gordon. That includes Phillip Rivers. That even includes Mike Williams, and it definitely includes Keenan Allen. Um, so yes, some of those will have some tough matchups. Maybe you look at a Keenan Allen. He may draw, um, he, he may draw um, some coverage or he may draw some double coverage or something like that. But Melvin Gordon should eat this week. And so I'm expecting a great week based on the matchup for um, all the offensive weapons for the Chargers. Now, a bad matchup this week would be somebody like Jack Doyle. Now, I love Jack Doyle. Right. In his debut, he he came in with his normal effectiveness. I thought that was great. Um, but this week he's playing up. He's playing against the Jaguars and he could draw Miles Jack. Right now, Miles Jack. May shadow the more athletic Eric um, Ebron, but at the same time he may get Tevin um, Tevin Smith, right? And if he gets him, then he's still going to be he still could be rendered somewhat ineffective this week. So Jack Doyle is not somebody who I can just kind of put um, the stamp on and say he's going to have a phenomenal week. There is a lack of talent at the wide receiver position outside of Ty Hilton, and that may force um, for that may force Andrew Luck to keep feeding those tight. Ends, which he's been doing all season. Eric Ebron is another one I'm kind of um, concerned about because he may get Miles Jack. And so I just don't know what to do with those Indianapolis tight ends this week, um, even though they may, I mean, they may have to um, be fed just Just simply because there's not a lot of people outside of T.Y. Hilton. So they may get force fed, right? So the the um, volume may overcome the bad matchup. But it is what I would call a bad matchup for Jack Doyle and Eric Ebron this particular week. Now. If I'm thinking about sleepers, um, then I'm going to tell you somebody I'm super excited about straight up is Dez Bryant. I love Dez Bryant going to the Saints. I think that is phenomenal. I think he'll be, um, I mean, you can't go wrong in that situation. I just, I don't see it. They just put um, um, Cameron Meredith on IR, right? Um, You have Michael Smith, the clear number one, no question about it, right? Um, Traquan Smith is somebody, he's he's a wide receiver who'll probably move over to the slot now, or I don't know how if they'll put Dez in a slot, but he's been a number two wide receiver for them. He's not quite there yet, so it is an opportunity for Dez to eat. He doesn't have to do a lot; he just has to be more effective than the least effective player in the entire NFL, and Cameron Meredith, right? we're not asking for much and so the who that nation is not asking for much the only problem with Dez um this particular week is we're still not sure as of Friday as of Friday at 1105 we're still not sure that Dez Bryant will start this week or play this week so we can't use him as the sleeper of the week if you're listening to this maybe on a Saturday or Sunday morning right um maybe you have more information than me right now um but I can't put the stamp on him as a sleeper. Um, Somebody who I can think about uh, as a sleeper is Maurice Harris, the wide receiver for the uh, Washington Redskins. He's a slot guy for Washington. Last week, he went completely off in replacement of Jamison Crowder for 10 receptions for 124 yards. That's incredible, right? What they've put Paul Richardson now on IR, right? You have an ineffective Josh Doxon, a complete lack of chemistry between Alex Smith and Jordan Reed. Man, this guy could be the player to eat the most in their upcoming matchup. So if you look at Maurice Harris, if he's somebody who you're thinking about starting, I say make that move, right? Um, and, and look, you may say, hey, man, I have a really steep roster. I have great players at wide receiver position. Do you, do you think I should sit? I'm a Julian Edelman for Maurice Harris. No, bro. I'm not saying that. Um, oh man, well look, I also have um you know, I have Larry Fitzgerald. Do you think I should sit Larry Fitzgerald for Maurice Harris? I might be saying that. <laughs> I'm just saying right now um, you look at, um, at Fitzgerald under uh, Brian Lethwich and that offense is starting to now feature Fitzgerald again. And I think that's phenomenal. Right. And I I think um, for for that, they're thinking of, of, of featuring Fitzgerald. He's, he did well last week. He had a resurgence last week. I don't know if that's going to be the vibe for the remainder of, of the season at the same time. I'm telling you, man, this Maurice Harris guy um, came out of nowhere last week and did a really good job. Um, I'm looking for him to continue that. Um, But at the same time, he may not. And if he doesn't, don't blame me. Remember, this is not expert fantasy advice this week, right? Even though that's what the title is. All right, cool. So um, who are some other sleepers? With some other people that you see, I'm another sleeper that I see is not quite a, he's not quite a sleeper. He's only a sleeper because there's still 29% of people, especially in Yahoo leagues, who have not woken up to the fact that. Uh, Andy Dalton is somebody who should be at least picked up this week, right? At least picked up this week and maybe even started. He's going uh, um, against, he has an incredible matchup going up against the Saints secondary. Now, I don't know if you've heard this or not, but them not so good, right? If you look at what's going on with, um, with the Saints, yes, they've been winning and yes, they've been scoring. Um, points in bunches, but every single week, they're giving up a ton of points as well. Yes, they scored 45 points last week, but they gave up 35, and Jared Goff scored more fantasy points than um, Drew Brees last week and threw for more yards because that secondary is not phenomenal. They are not great, not incredible, not remarkable. They are a a secondary that can be had, even if you have less than stellar um, wide receivers. Now, the Bengals will be without A.J. Green. So that's a huge plus for Tyler Boyd, right? But Boyd may draw, Boyd may draw Marshawn Lattimore. But Lush, um, Marshawn Lattimore hasn't been somebody who can't be had. I'm just going to say that he hasn't been somebody who you can't throw on. Adam Thielen still went ham, even though Marshawn Lattimore was around him. Tyler Boyd can still do a great job, even with Marshawn Lattimore around. I don't know who will um, get most of those targets. Maybe even a Joe Mixon may get some of those targets. All I do know is that there will be scoring a plenty, and Andy Dalton will be doing some of that scoring. All right? So, he has a great matchup. Go ahead and pull somebody like Andy Dalton, even if you're only pulling him to keep him away from somebody who may try to start him or stream him against you. Okay? All right. Awesome. If you're streaming defenses this week, um, a defense that I super like is the Green Bay Packers. They're going up against uh, Miami. Um, Brock is in trouble. man. Just Brock Osweiler has him. Well, my bad. Brock Osweiler for, so historically hasn't been great. Remember he had that those two good weeks uh, or at least one and a half good weeks, right? So Brock has been, um, you know, horrible since. So Brock's in trouble. Um, there's no Tannehill this week. They just signed Matt Barkley. That whole offense is just like the Raiders, in complete disarray, right? We just heard from Pete Lawrence last week when he mentioned that um, the Packers secondary is a stout secondary, right? You have Kevin King um, there. You have Josh Jackson. I mean, you you have a really, good, young, hungry Packers secondary, and that secondary is waiting for a time where they can absolutely feast, right, and do pick sixes, and um, pick sixes, interceptions, batted balls galore, this is that week um, for the Packers, they're going to feast on whoever the starting quarterback is um, for Miami. And I just see it being um, a great week to stream the Green Bay defense. I'm streaming them. I'm just saying. Like, last week, um, I thought to stream San Francisco. I don't know why. Well, somewhat. Um, I I just had a thought that they may do okay, right, just because Cooper was gone. But um, it it really paid off for me, right? This week, I'm saying... Uh, this week, I'm telling you who I'm streaming, and I'm streaming the Green Bay Packers, especially against this Miami team. All right, cool. Another defense to stream, like I said earlier, would could possibly be um the Chargers. The only thing is, you just never know when Derek Carr really will catch his vibe. Like you just don't know, right? And so um that's that's a little iffy for me. So if we were kind of going trust, no trust on that one, then I would say with the Chargers, I would um I would go don't fully trust, right? Because I just don't know what'll happen with Derek Carr. Um, So that's my thing with them. Now, let's hop into just two scenarios for trust. Don't trust. Right. If we were talking to the experts right now, man, I would I would probably give them like five. Right. Because I know it super benefits you so much to hear those trust. Don't trust. I'm going to give you just two trust. Don't trust um, for this particular week. We call this segment trust fall. and, And these are the two scenarios. Right. You have Leonard Fournette versus the Indianapolis Colts. So. For this one, I'm going to have to go with don't trust. I don't necessarily trust this situation. Here's why, right? He's just coming back from injury. Um, yes, he had a he had a bye week and he had some time, right? He slowly worked his way into practice. I'm just not sure that they're going to just let him go in and be Leonard Fournette, right? I think they're going to try to ease him in. They've established a lot of trust in Yeldon and Yeldon, and they also bought in a Carlos Hyde. So you have those two guys to kind of buffer um, the complete release of Leonard Leonard Fournette. They want to keep him healthy for um for what could be a you know a possible you know comeback throughout the season. So um, I'm gonna say this. I think he has a great matchup. At the same time, I don't think they're gonna let him just be Leonard Fournette this week. And because of that, I have to put him on my don't trust list. Alright, um the next thing is Mike Evans versus the Redskins. Now, the question is, do you trust Mike Evans versus the Redskins? And um, my answer to that is... uh, I don't fully trust it. Now, I... You should be able to trust it if you if you notice last week Julio went completely off on him, and Evans presents some of those similar problems right um he's a big, tall receiver um he's pretty fast he's somebody who should um connect well with his quarterback, but last week. Mike Evans gave us a bit of a dud, right? And so I was expecting um, initially a bounce back game, but I don't know who he's going to draw and if Fitz is really back and ready to show us that Fitz magic. If he is back and ready to show us that Fitz magic, then, I mean, hey, this may be the guy. This may be the guy that we should pull and we should trust, right? Um, But if he's not, then I'm just not sure. And so um, I'm looking at a guy... Like, I'm looking at Mike Evans, and I'm saying I don't trust him this week, right? Now, he could be somebody that you do trust. Like, he could be somebody who really goes off. I'm just going to kind of put myself out there and say I don't trust him this week. Um, He may draw a Josh Norman. Not to say that Josh Norman can't be had. Um, but at the same time, I just don't trust Mike Evans this week because I just don't know how I can trust Fitch yet. Right. Um, you can trust him maybe later on in the game. Some some comeback situations are possible, but I just don't trust him. Now, I could be completely wrong, but that's why I'm not the expert. So either way, um, I'm excited about this upcoming week. yo. So I'm in seven different leagues this year, and I went seven and zero last week listening to the expert fantasy advice from Pete Lawrence. Now I'm dead serious. I I did that right. I'm number. I'm in seven leagues. I'm number one. I'm number one right now. In four out of those seven leagues, right. Like I mean, I'm having one of those seasons of epic proportions. Right now, I. <sighs> I I can't explain to you how awesome it's been to kind of sit back and listen to these experts give us their fantasy football advice. It's been great. And hopefully next week. Well, actually, next week we do have somebody coming on. And I can't wait to kind of really uh, unveil that uh, interview for you all. If you've been enjoying this stuff, if you you like the people um, who we bring on, if you like the stuff that we've been able to do, then here's what I need you to do. I need you to go to Apple. Go to Apple. Go to i. Go to Apple Podcasts, right? And rate our show. Give us the love. We need the love. We need the love. Show some love, man. If, it, if this has been helping you at all, I really want to continue to bring you high-quality content. Um, but in order for us to do that, then we need some help. Um, another way for you to help us out is you can go on Anchor, and you can actually fund our show. You can drop us a donation. $1 a month will be all that we need on this side to be um, extremely helped out, right? So if you have, um, if you have that dollar... Ha <laughs> ha Go to Anchor. <laughs> go to Anchor. If you if you don't um, go to Anchor FM and look for MTMV Sports, then you can always go to our Patreon page and look for um, My Team My Voice on MTMV Sports there. And um, you can uh, leave a donation there as well. Anyway, um, it's been our complete our complete pleasure to um, serve you in this capacity, and we love bringing you high quality sports content. Um, just keep listening and keep it locked to MTMV Sports. Right? We love you. God bless. Hey, everybody. It's your boy, Demo. For all of you who listen to The Outsider's Edge and you own an Android device, do me a favor. Go over to the Google Play Store and download the Podcast Republic app now. It's a fantastic app that allows you to get all of your favorite podcasts directly on your Android devices. You can search for the podcast you want to listen to, select them as your favorites, and have them just a click away. Again, the app is the Podcast Republic, and it's available now for your Android device. Go get it.